This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Protests continue in Guatemala with indigenous groups and others calling for the resignation of judicial officials they say are corrupt for trying to block the president-elect from taking power. Maria Martin has more. From protests outside the Guatemala City headquarters of the public ministry to those by Guatemalan migrants in cities worldwide, this is the fifth week of a national strike the indigenous newspaper Prensa Comunitaria calls the megaphone of an unequal and impoverished country without opportunities. In Manhattan, Guatemalan migrants also called for the resignation of outgoing President Alejandro Chamatey, who so far hasn't made any move to acknowledge protesters' demands. Meanwhile, there's mourning in the Xinca community in the department of Jutiapa after this weekend's murder of 65-year-old human rights defender Noe Gomez. Gomez was much respected and had been active in organizing his community's participation in the peaceful protests of the last few weeks, which called for the government to respect the results of the August election that saw anti-corruption candidate Bernardo Arevalo elected president in a landslide. Shinka organizations are calling for the authorities to investigate Gomez's murder and for a stop to the violence against those taking part in Guatemala's unprecedented pro-democracy national strike. I'm Maria Martin. Earlier this month, Colorado released a review of Native American boarding schools in the state. The report brings together a wide range of information about the schools from the late 1800s to the early 1900s. Clark Adamitis reports. After a year of research, including geophysical analysis of the old Fort Lewis Cemetery in Hesperus, Colorado, the state published its 120-page report. In addition to broad histories of each school, the report shares anecdotal stories of individual children. The entire subject matter is really emotional and really intense. Dr. Holly Norton is Colorado State archaeologist, and she led the boarding school study. Norton says one story came out of a school newspaper published. There was a lot of disease that hit the school really quickly, and it, it kind of devastated the student population. And so the youth pulled all of their students out of Fort Lewis. There was one student, Frank, and they called him an orphan. A lot of these orphans actually weren't. They had parents and family. But I think the government could designate them as orphans and make it easier for them to make decisions without having to consult with the parents or the tribe. In the newspaper article, Frank Taylor's story intersects with the story of another Native American child. A young girl, she must have only been like three or four, Maybe she had wandered away from her family. Frank found her. They brought her back to the school. They didn't try to find her parents. They didn't try to contact any adults. They cut her hair. They changed her clothes. And they immediately kind of enrolled her and adopted her into the school system. The father came and found her and collected her and and took her home. I'm just imagining this very casual kidnapping this idea that it was okay for people at the school to essentially abduct these children. Colorado's new report on Indian boarding schools recognizes and remembers children like Frank Taylor. He lived more than half his life at the Fort Lewis Indian boarding school. He died of pneumonia there when he was 11 years old. I'm Clark Adamitis. And I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by BNSF Railway, proudly supporting the nation's economy by moving the goods that feed, supply, and power communities across the country. More at bnsf.com slash tribal relations. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976. From opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance. With offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.